1: Welcome to OnlyFans Q and A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host,
0: Alf. And we're on, and this is OnlyFans Q and A Live for January the third, two thousand twenty-four. If you want to be uh, participate in these Q and A sessions, which we do every single week, you could become a member of our Discord. You could go to discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. And you could join for $3 a month. All right, we're going to get right into it, okay? Uh, I always start these shows every single week. Um, remember, I do these shows every week right after Tuatango Valo speaks. Uh, so, as soon as he's done speaking, we usually go on the air. I usually like to wait for the injury report. Although, lately, this late in the season, the Wednesday injury report is kind of you know, inconsequential, like, we're, there's not much to glean from it, but we're going to go over it anyway, okay? And let's start with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, defensive end Leonard Floyd, he's had a monster year, okay? He's been really, really good for them. He was a DMP today, but it says rib rest, which means he's fine. That's a uh, vet rest. Uh, Von Miller also was a DMP, but he has vet rest, and we kind of know what that's about. He's done. He can't play anymore. Okay, Uh Once you're a healthy scratch at that age, it's over. He was a terrible signing for them, by the way. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, shoulder. He's limited. He doesn't play anyway. Micah Hyde, this one's consequential. Neck, limited. He should play in this game. Okay, he missed two games. Came back for the last one. Looked okay in it. So, I would guess that he got out of that game okay. And he should be fine. Now, this is the interesting one. Josh Allen has a neck and a right finger injury, but he was a full participant today. Uh, I think that's probably generous because I do believe if you're coming off of a stinger and you have a right finger injury, you're not a full participant in practice unless they did just walk through stuff, which on a Wednesday this late in the season is probably what they're doing. So once you get one of those full designations, you're probably playing fast and loose with the definition of what full means. You're also probably playing fast and loose with the definition of what limited or what DMP means because DMP is probably meaning, who knows, treatment. And limited means what? Stretching, calisthenics, some cardio. So, or just participating in the walkthrough. I could give you an example, and and I'm going to do this once I go through the, the Dolphins laundry list. Uh, and well, I guess we'll start right there. Toron Armstead, knee, bank, back, back, uh, everything. Uh, DMP. But we just saw him on Twitter arguing with Twitter trolls, so he should be fine. Uh, Bradley Chubb is on the injury report. Knee. I wonder what that's about. Uh, DMP. Uh, Xavier Howard, foot, DMP. I don't expect him to play. Um you get carted off with a foot issue. I'm told it's something with his arch and his foot, which suggests to me plantar fasciitis. If it's plantar fasciitis, it's one of those things that flares up. You could shoot it up and play, but not in the near term. You're talking about something that's probably a couple of weeks away. If I had to speculate, I, know for, I, I would say he's absolutely not playing on Sunday, but if I had to speculate, I think he would be out a week past that as well. So, you could expect them 2 weeks from now in the divisional round if there is a divisional round. So, that's what I would and that's just complete speculation. But they're not being you know, they're not going to tell you exactly what's wrong with him. They said no surgery. So, we know it's is the arch of his foot and no surgery 2 and 2 2 plus 2 is always 4 usually unless, you know, certain parts of our our patron chant would say that. Two plus two is three and a half or cover one. And if it's plantar fasciitis, that's something that just doesn't go away without rest. You have to put it in a boot, keep your your foot elevated. You don't run on it. You don't practice on it. So when they designated him week to week, I guess that means week to week. And I would not expect him this week. And to be honest with you, I would not expect him next week either. Raheem Mostert, this was an interesting one. And this is, I think, the most interesting of them all. Uh, he showed up very, very late in the injury report last week. Then showed up as a scratch on game day. And we find out knee and ankle issues. Yeah, he was pretty injured. And he was fine on the sideline while wearing a brace and taped on his ankle. So that's one worth monitoring. Now, he never practices on Wednesday, so that he has a DMP is no big deal. But that's one that you're going to watch all week. Zach Sealer illness, DMP. It's going to take a nuclear attack to keep him out of a game. I don't worry about him. Here's the one that, that I'm kind of optimistic about, okay? General uh, Waddle is listed with an ankle, and he was a DMP today. But he participated in a walkthrough. That's a really good sign. Okay, if a guy participates in a walkthrough, that means he's part of an install. That's good. That's, that's a good, good sign. Okay, and like I've said before, pound for pound, this, this is one of the toughest guys on the team. So I tend to trust him. All right, so if there's ever a guy that's going to play a little banged up, it's Jalen Waddle. So that's one I'm worth, that's worth monitoring and being a little bit optimistic about, okay, there's another one that you can be optimistic about, and I'm going to mention him in a little bit here, Uh, next one is Devon H. N. toe, ribs, yes, uh, I saw everybody saying, oh my god, he wears a boot all week, Yeah, yeah, guys that hurt their foot, or whatever, wear a boot, it's a preventative measure, it keeps you off your feet, you know, it helps you heal quicker, so, you know, if you've ever had an injury, you keep walking on it. All you're doing is aggravating it more and more or injuring it more and more. So a boot is a good, good thing. Uh, I would expect him to play, by the way. Jerome Baker. It looks like they're going to open up his 21-day window. In fact, they have. And he was limited with his knee. I expect him to play. And he will be absolutely necessary against this team. Okay. Lester Cotton. Hip. Limited. Now, that one's tied into another one, okay? Uh, I watched him in that game against the Ravens. Man, he had some good moments. Robert Jones had some good moments. I don't know where they'll go if... I, I left guard if Robert Hunt is available and ready for this game. So, that's one that's worth watching going forward. Liam Eichenberg, he has an absolute mess. Uh, he's listed with a calf and an ankle. He's also limited. He's toughing it up, Okay. And if they had a more viable backup center and they could, like put it this way, I'll give you, I'll give you, uh, you know, not not to, to do all of this woe is me stuff and, you know, some hindsight stuff, but had they beaten Tennessee, let's say, and the 2 C was already locked up, I can almost guarantee that Lee McIenberg wouldn't be starting this week. Neither would like Tua or any of these guys, really, if for that matter, okay? But I don't think Lee McIenberg is the guy that would be playing this week if, they could afford it. But he is... He's, he's toughening it up. He's toughing it up. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, ankle. Personal issues because uh, he had to leave because his house was burning down. All right. Uh, that's for another day. We'll we will find out more. Good thing nobody got hurt. Uh, there was nobody at home. So there were, are no injuries. The only injuries are to his house. His beautiful house that... You know, I tend to know what the hell I'm talking about. It's pretty much a total loss. If you saw that fire need the soft at the eve that's not good okay which means roof you lose your roof you lose your house simple as that uh, Javon Holland his knees shows up on the the participation today as a limited participant uh Javon Holland himself has said he is fine and he will play going forward that he felt good coming out of the game he felt just a little sore so that's to be expected. So, good thing that he got out of that game. Although he played absolutely terrible. He got out of the game unscathed. That's a good thing. Robert Hunt, hamstring, limited. This is one to be very, very optimistic about. So, we're finally getting some good injury news while the the rest of the team is falling apart. Robert Hunt seems to be close. And uh, spy reports today say that he was moving pretty well. And that he shows up on a Wednesday as a participant is very, very, very good news. Uh, by the way, I'm still going on the injury report. I, I understand people. I'm, bi- I'm basically mentioning the entire roster. But that's who showed up on this injury report. Okay? Next one. Austin Jackson, oblique, limited. I saw him play the entire game. He looked fine. He was mobile. He should be all right. David Long, knee, limited. Played well in that game against the Ravens. Too bad everybody else around him was awful. Uh, Duke Riley, ankle, limited. He was terrible. He was the worst player on defense in this last game. Um He'll be needed in this one because they're going to need some fresh linebackers, okay, to play some of the personnel groupings that they might be forced into due to injury. Now, Jalen Ramsey, knee full, so that's a go. And Tua today spoke with the media. He had quad left shoulder. He was a full participant. He told the media he is fine, just a little sore. And he also seemed extremely annoyed, which I don't know if you guys saw his pressure, but... I kind of dug it like I'm glad that that he had that disposition today. Like you could tell like they, you know, they want to raise some of these demons this year. And winning this game on Sunday does so much. But anyway, we're going to get to our guys in the queue. As I bring you up, identify yourself. Tell me what you have for me today.
3: Hey, Alf. Uh, Scuba Pegs here. Um I I've got one big thing on my mind when it comes to this game. Uh-huh. Stephon Diggs. So last time we played him, um, you know, you saw that we didn't necessarily put our best corner Jalen Ramsey on him the entire game to try to lock him down. Um so my question is, do you think that they're going to go in with the same game plan uh that they they used last time? In that respect, or do you think that they they will try something different this time?
0: Well, here, here's two things. The last time they played him, they didn't have Jalen Ramsey, okay? But people will say, oh, but you had Xavier Howard. They, they didn't test Xavier Howard at all. Here's the problem. You were playing Justin Bethel a lot, okay? You played Kevin Joseph like seven or eight snaps or something like that. Um, You could reasonably play... Some type of bracket coverages on Stephon Diggs and put Jalen Ramsey on Gabe Davis. And that's probably a good thing. So I will say this I do expect a game plan that will have Jalen Ramsey travel. Now, travel exclusively with Stephon Diggs? No. But travel with Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis? Yes. So I don't foresee a game plan that's going to waste a single snap of Jalen Ramsey on Dalton Kincaid or Shakir or anybody else, but Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. You want to short-circuit those guys first, and if you can, then you can use a lot of bodies on the rest. So that's what I would expect. I mean,
3: recent history would suggest that – I don't know that, that maybe they don't veer off too far from like what they do defensively. Uh, because the, the latest example of facing a receiver of that caliber was a few weeks ago with CD lamb. And we saw that cater co had a very busy day. So, you know, it, it, that, that'll be interesting to see. And that, that's the biggest question in my mind.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, cater co is an interesting one because I know he can play. Uh, we saw him play last year. Like, like, this is a good player. He's a good player. He, I don't think he's having a good season, you know. And maybe I, you know, maybe I got to look at him a little bit deeper. But he, he seem he seems to be to keep showing up on in in my film when I saw when I do my film study, he keeps showing up every single week with one negative play that I look at. And I'm like, uh, you know what? That's not good. Like, maybe that would be better, you know.
3: I I mean, they've they've increased his role this year, right? So yeah. so maybe. You know, more opportunities and more more of a chance for him to to, to have bad poor plays and everything kind of regresses to the mean. I, I and, will say yeah. this.
0: He can't play poorly and we win. Like, that's just not possible. Okay? He has to play great because he's going to be the force player against them a lot, which means he's out in space. He's going to have to tackle uh, Cooks. So if he don't tackle Cooks, we're screwed. So he has to play well in this game.
3: Yeah, he's, he has to have a better performance than, than the one he had against, like, Dallas, for uh, for example. Against but,
0: anybody this year. He's going to have to have the best game of his of his yeah. season for for us to win because uh, he's going to be essential personnel against the Bills, especially with all the stuff that they're going to have to do on defense to mask all these injuries. You know, they're going to have to change a lot of things that they do well, and they're going to be a lot more manella, uh, vanilla. They're going to have to play a lot better. Okay, a lot of these guys have to play better. You know?
3: Well, I mean I guess that kinda of leads me to my last question. Um, with uh, you know, scoreboard pressure is obviously something that affects to uh in during a this game. This team can't
0: handle it. They just can't handle it. It's yeah. The evidence is in. Uh they face a little bit of scoreboard pressure and they start pressing and it's you know they're going crazy. Have you ever played have you played Madden with somebody that starts doing stupid shit once you get ahead of them?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. a total loss of, like, composure. Sort yeah, of, like, I, used to play, I,
0: used to, I used to play Madden competitively, meaning that I played for money. Okay? And I remember I used to have some opponents that were so good that I would enjoy playing against them. Okay? That, yeah, okay, they would beat me every once in a while, and I would beat them. And I would remember, like, you know what? This guy knows what he's doing. This is a good player. I'll play other guys that they're either – you know, getting out ahead of me, or if they're behind, they start doing all kinds of stupid shit, and I get up three touchdowns, and I ask them to, to forfeit. And sometimes they won't, and they want to waste my time. But that's what it feels like. It feels like this team, is, you know, feels any kind of scoreboard pressure, and they're like, ah, ah, we, we got to try to win this game in this quarter, You know, which Boy, is every, weird. Every... This is a team that came from behind four touchdowns last year, you know?
3: Right. Yeah. No. I, and, but I mean, every, every great Madden player knows that when you see your opponent's hands getting sweaty, you know, you've won the game. And mm-hmm. I think that to a certain, you know, in, in a certain set, uh, sense, I think that this team needs to kind of keep their hands dry if, if they're, if they face that situation again. Cause like in the playoffs, you're going to play good teams, teams that can score quick, just like you can. And you're going to have to like, you know, you're, you're going to have to respond to that. And I, I think that, instead of pressing i think mcdaniel's really got to put an emphasis on and, and 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 it goes to him too with his play calling which gets worse when we're down uh you know it starts with him he's got to install like a sense of calm like guys we are really really bleeping good all right look at this roster it's talented we can't freak out the moment we're, we're down a touchdown or we're down 10 like you know it, it's it's just it's it's a it's sort of a disturbing trend that i've noticed um this year and in a year that's been filled with mostly positives but yeah,
0: it's that raven game that raven game uh you know tyreek drops the 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 pass in the end zone okay cool okay you go up 10 7 at one point it's 14 13 okay when it went to 21 13 the team still looked like you know what we're 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 breathing okay 28 13 panic and it was it was ridiculous it was and you can see it on the film you can see it on the film it was like oh holy shit oh hell has bro-. guys you're down yeah. two scores calm the fuck down
3: yeah and <laughs> and on the flip side you can see like uh, from the ravens standpoint like think about this they were losing at home all right
0: Yeah, you got cut off there, scuba. <laughs> you said they were losing at home and then you uh you cut out.
3: Oh, I'm oh, sorry about that. I think my go. phone's acting up. But um but yeah, no, they were they were losing at home uh 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 with the one seat on the line and they tightened up and went down the field and scored. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that that's that's what good teams do. It's it that's a quality that this team needs to find, and they may have an opportunity to find it this Sunday.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of talent. This team is really, really talented, although they've taken some pretty bad injuries. But this team is really, really talented, but they have all the all the hallmarks of a young team, and none of those are good. You ever heard the term young don't win? You've heard about it in the NBA. Right. I think it's the truth in the NFL, too. Okay. uh so, and that's why I like guys like Melvin Ingram coming on board. You know, add some maturity to the room. You know.
3: Yeah, you got, you got, you got to have that. But like, it's also like, in in the NFL, people see it as like your window, your best window of opportunity, because you're not paying the quarterback yet. And once you, once you pay the quarterback, there's a lot less money to go around to the other positions. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I, there, there is something to that. But there is also something in like having the opportunity right now with as young as this team is like imagine you know not only this year but if they if they're young enough that if they stay playing well they, they could be like a dominant team in this conference for the next four to five years
0: yeah um uh, unless you know the entire team gets injured again so well there yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right scuba my- all right yeah
3: i want to i want to let mechanic get in here but i uh, appreciate y'all thanks for taking me
0: all right man All right, as I bring you up, just identify yourself so that way the audience knows who you are.
4: Scuba, you're a man and a scholar. What's going on, everyone? Um, Things mechanic, uh, inside leverage, uh, content creator. uh, A question, or well, a comment in regards to what you guys are talking about that they press. I like to say they pressed a lot. I feel like a key factor on the press is because... Tyreek. I feel like in those games that we lost, Tyreek seemed to just be like not catch the ball. And I feel like he is an impact moment like momentum driver. So when Tyreek is off, it feels like the whole offense seems to be off. And then that's when they start pressing because, you know, uh Waddle didn't seem like he was like connecting with Tua in some in certain games. And you know, we don't have a lot of other reliable. Receivers, even though I think guys like Cedric and and Smythe are capable guys, I feel like with Tyreek missing and like just like being off, it kind of fall like it it, it feels like the offense ends up falling off. Am I wrong to say that? Uh,
0: no. Uh, you're you're right. Uh, they do press, but I will say this: the the game they played without Tyreek. They were a bit more methodical. They took care of the football. They were a bit more conservative, and I thought that that looked good. Sometimes uh, Tyreek is a loud voice in, in the huddle, and that's a bad thing. I don't know if you saw Tua's presser today, but he was talking about the operation, how it's important that he hears no voices until he's done talking, and then you can ask questions about the formation or the motions. So I thought that was interesting that he volunteered that today, okay? As if that was an issue on the road. Can you imagine you're on the road, places going absolutely crazy? You're the quarterback. You're trying to get a play call in, and then everybody's asking questions in, during the pro, the play call. You, you know what I mean? Uh, like, how insane is that? You know? So That's
4: very insane, and and, and I think it's – and to your point about the Tyreek um, being gone, that's the, that's the difference because now – Tyreek is not there at the game, but guys are stepping up, and and Tua is a little more methodical. You know, he has good numbers when Tyreek is not playing. I just feel like when Tyreek gets off, when he like if he feels like he's off in the game that he's playing, and it's been it's a little it consistent, it feels like it just throws everything off. Mm-hmm. Tua, the offensive line, it just feels like everything's spiraling downwards a little bit.
0: But, and, you know. and and let me say this. This chase for 2,000, you know, and I got to get you off, uh, Fence, because we got a lot of people that want to get on here. You know, this chase for, for 2,000, you know, what a waste of time. I think it's detrimental to the team. And I understand that, okay, they won a lot of games, you know, but, I, you know, I just don't like it. I don't like that you're chasing a personal accolade, one for, one that's really, really hard to get, first of all, Okay. That was a, It was like four games ago. He was. He still had to average something like 140 yards a game. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you can't run offense like that, you know? Uh, I don't like that. I just don't like it. I, I don't like the pressure of, you know, if you go back, guys that have run for like 2,000 yards or big numbers, like I know Calvin Johnson did it. I'm not even sure he did it in a playoff year. But I know that O.J. Simpson ran for 2,000 on a horrific team. I know Eric Dickerson got two thousand on a wild card team that went nowhere. Uh, Jamal Lewis got two thousand on a team that went nowhere as well. Uh, Chris Johnson got two thousand on a team that went pretty much nowhere also. Like you know, those are not. I don't. I don't. Those are not good records. Like who the hell cares? That chase for two thousand crap. It become It starts overtaking everything you want to do as a team, and then it, be, it just becomes the identity of your team. Screw that. All right, as I bring you up, identify yourself. We got a lot of people, man. I guess people are really interested in this game, huh? There must be a big game in town this Sunday. All right, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself so our audience knows who you are. What's up, Alf? Lucy Goosey.
4: Uh, So, quick comment about what you guys have been talking. I think what we're seeing on the pressing and what we forget. Mike McDaniel is the two-year head coach. I mean, he wasn't a longtime offensive coordinator or anything like that. Like, he's going through the motions. He's learning himself. And a lot of times teams take, uh, you know, the identity of their coach, their quarterback, whatnot. Uh, We're still a young team. And I think Mm -hmm. we're ahead of schedule with all the success we've had. But uh, my question, and I'll let you go because I know there's a lot of people, uh, is there anything for the future that can be done with these injuries? Because we have pages uh, upon pages of injuries on our report when our opposition have three, four, or five guys on the report. So, you know, I'll sit back and listen.
0: Yeah. uh, If there's anything that can be done, I'm completely out of ideas. Okay. The only thing you can do is I guess lighten up on the practices. They tend to go full speed, but then does that hurt you? You know, Uh, they're good because they practice what they, what they, what they play, you know? Uh, I never understood 7-on-7. You don't play 7-on-7 on on Sundays. Why would you do that? You know, throwing against no pass rush? Like, why? Who the hell would do something like that? And that's worse. There's some drills that I've seen. I saw the Tampa Bay Bucks run this drill, which is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. It was like a 4-on-4 drill where it was just Tom Brady just smoking cornerbacks over, over and over and over again. Like, what are you getting out of that? I don't know what you get. First of all, you're never going to have everybody guard, you know, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans one-on-one every single play, much less right down the field will, will Tom Brady completing 40-yard passes You while you're destroying your starting cornerbacks. Like, who the hell does that? That's a waste of time. Dolphins tend to practice 11-on-11, 11 11 and they go full speed. Um, I kind of like it, but they're going to have to do something about it. They're going to have to change something because – Look, Robert Hunt had not missed a game as a pro, all right? I think he missed one game as a rookie, okay? And I think that was he was a healthy scratch, all right? This year, he got injured, all right? Guys that have been relatively healthy. Jalen Phillips has had a pretty long run, okay, since his concussion issues at UCLA f- six years ago, or not even six years ago, seven years ago. So he had a pretty good, long, healthy run. Same with Bradley Chubb. He, he got injured, what, four years ago in Denver? You know, uh, these are guys that have been relatively healthy in the NFL for the most part. And here they are getting injured as well. Now, Xavier Howard, we know by Xavier Howard. Uh, he was relatively healthy last year, but he had the two groin injuries that was limiting him. So you don't know how many times he played last year when he shouldn't have played. Uh, last year, remember, they were a complete mess in the secondary. Xavier Howard has his own uh, injury history. But Javon had not missed a game since, what, his sophomore year in college? Here he is missing five weeks, you know? And when he came back, he wasn't all that great. So they're going to have to do something. All right, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself so that way the audience knows who you are. Uh, what up, Alf and, hey. and everyone? This is
2: Krimit. Um, so, uh, scuba talked earlier about something that I know a lot of us have brought up, which is the whole Ramsey shadowing digs thing. Um, but I'm actually curious about the other side of Josh Allen's game. Uh, I hate watching him and guys like Lamar play us because they tend to just run all over
0: us because they're and great.
2: <laughs> because they're great. Yeah, exactly. I hate them because of how good they are. Um, but obviously already missing Jalen Phillips and now not having Chubb. So we're down in our top two edge rushers. I, what in your estimation is our plan for dealing with his legs? Cause Lamar didn't kill us with his legs, but he didn't have to.
0: The best we've ever looked defending Josh Allen and his legs was when we put, uh, Javon Holland on him as a spy last year in the snow in Buffalo. Mm. That's the best we've ever looked defending him, him and his legs. Why? Because it's a supreme athlete against Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a, a better athlete than our linebackers. But he's not a better athlete than Javon Holland. Okay? you know Maybe they can use yeah. Brandon Jones a little bit. Maybe some big nickel is what's what's in store. They're going to have to get so creative. And this is why I'm not a defensive coordinator in the NFL and why I, don't, I have no interest in coaching – football again because sometimes you look at some of these problems and you're out of ideas I look at the Dolphins defense right now with the injuries that they have and I'm completely out of ideas because I know what they do well and they're missing the players that help them do those things well they're gonna have to get extremely creative going forward and I think it's gonna start there you cannot let him convert first downs with his legs you just cannot like that can't happen you know? Yeah, I
2: mean, that. that's how it feels. It's like, you know, I, I'm of the camp that, like, it, let's shadow Diggs with Ramsey. We did it a couple weeks ago against the Jets when X was out. Let's do it again, especially knowing that Diggs killed, killed us last time uh, without Ramsey, obviously. But still, you don't want to put him in the same situation, I would think. But it's just exactly to your point, you know, it, that's all great. But if you get into those third and eights and – you can't get to Josh Allen. You can't bring him down, and he just gallops for 16 yards. It's backbreaking, and I and I am kind of with you. I I don't. I, I'm obviously the furthest thing from a coach, but like I look at the injuries and and what we have on defense right now, and do I think it's enough to win? Sure. Do I know if it's enough to stop Josh Allen? I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah. No. Uh, you're right. It's but it's gonna be key. They they can't let him. Like, like i'll I'll give you a number 50 he rushes for 50 yards we're probably screwed he rushes for less than 50 yards i think we we got a shot all right i'm gonna take just one more because i gotta get to these that are in the the chat okay so uh as i bring you up uh byron has been waiting this whole time so <laughs> identify yourself so i could get you on and then i gotta get to these that are in the chat uh very good participation today people are really interested in this game like you guys really really care huh
1: yeah it's a big game isn't it it's a, it's, i called you um, after the tennessee game so it's a bit
0: of a um hopefully it's a good luck ah, so it's, but, your, um... it's your fault although oh no yeah. wait a minute you called me after the tennessee game <laughs> yeah so the, oh so this is good luck
1: yeah, yeah, it's my second time, so hopefully, yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, yeah, I, I, look, I was wondering actually. I've I've, I've asked Simon this and I asked um a few others. I was I'm a bit of a pessimist with this kind of stuff, um, and you're saying about the defensive injuries, and I look at teams like the Patriots who lost, you know, Christian Gonzalez and um Matthew Judon, and uh, and you look at teams who lose massive mm-hmm. pieces, even the Ravens like Carl Hamilton. Like I thought, you know, it's money. You know, <laughs> you yes. know we're going to have a really good game, and you know. It kind of, I, I understand with um Chub being out. It's like, oh, you know, you have no pass rush anymore. But is it uh, is there anything they can do to kind of mitigate that loss? I understand they're not going to be half as good in terms of, oh, not half as good. But they, you know, they're not going to be as effective rushing people anymore. Um, it, but is there anything they can do in terms of just trying to be competitive? Even I mean, I understand, you know. I'm not saying oh they could. I expect them to concede you know 50 points a game. I mean if they play like they did last week they might you know concede 60. But uh, uh, <laughs> with Ravens having a rest and all that in the playoffs. But I mean what do you think? Is it is it guys like Melvin Ingram get more um, snaps and like they just have to hope uh, Van Ginkel has the you know run of his life or uh, you know my kind of thing is what if your head. During the playoffs, what do you, What's your expectations with this defense and the team in general? Really?
0: Well, uh, I, I don't have any many, many issues with the offense. I think the offense is pretty talented and <laughs> getting healthier. The, the issues, obviously, on defense. Uh, that's where the injuries are, and that's where the latest failure is at. Um, and, yeah. and to be honest, that's where the failure was against Tennessee as well. Like the last two big losses mm-hmm. have have been squarely on the defensive head, on the defense's head. Mm-hmm. And if you go back. You know, every single one of the losses was on the defense's head. I understand, except the, the Chiefs game. The Chiefs game was the only one that I would squarely blame the mm-hmm. offense for. But, okay, on mm-hmm. this one, what do you have to do? Okay, you have to do some very simple things. And I got to get you off here because then I got to get to everybody that's in the in the chat. What do you have to do? Okay, you got to mitigate, you know, losing Bradley Chubb. How do you do that? Well, you got to replace him, again, like in the aggregate. You have to use Melvin Ingram. You have to use Emmanuel Ogba. You have to use Cameron Good. Who knows if you had to go into free agency and sign a guy. But you got to try to mix and match with the fronts that you play well and the fronts you don't play well with different people. So you have to get really, really creative. You have to play people in different spots. As far as coverage-wise, I'm afraid to say you got to play more man because it's harder to screw up man. (laughs) It's as simple as that. And uh, they have way too many screw-ups against the Ravens. They're going to have to get much more vanilla. And the offense is just going to have to play a little bit more complimentary. They can't play you know, with pace, or they can't try to press a pace against their opponents. They're going to have to pretty much be a little bit more ball control, a little more 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 methodical, and try to play the scoreboard. Try to help the scoreboard out with your defense. Try to let your defense play with a lead, because if they play with a lead, maybe they could use some of those pressure five looks that, that Vic Fangio likes to use okay and maybe he could get a little tricky with it now they can't identify that one guy that they have to stop you know but some of these guys are gonna have to play above their heads that's just a fact all right let me get to as many of these as I can there's a million of you and trust me once I go off the air I'll answer every single one of them okay but I do have some time constraints here I can't go too long I've already gone about five minutes too long. Maybe I'll go another four minutes. Maybe I could get them all in here. All right, here's the first one. Uh, Talk me off the ledge, Alf. No chance, by the way. Tell me three main reasons why this defense will limit what Buffalo can do this coming Sunday night. How do we shut them down? Okay, Uh, number one, Josh Allen implodes. It's entirely possible that that happens, okay? Uh, Number two, they play pretty vanilla. They use Javon Holland. As a spy, and he has the game of his life. That's number two. Number three, Jalen Ramsey erases one side or the other, or erases Gabe Davis went on him, and erases Stephon Diggs went on him, and they double the other side, and the Bills fail to muster offense like they have against the Chargers and the Patriots in, in recent weeks. So that's the best I can do. Okay. Does playing more base defense help with the injury issues or make them worse? Uh, I could get right there. Uh, it helps with the injury issues because you're you're playing more conservatively, and you're using more players. Okay. So you know, you know, you're keeping guys fresher. Let's just say, especially in on on the line. All right. Uh, next one. Uh, should we read anything into the fact that chubb and X are on the injury report and not IR? Um. Uh, I don't know what you want to read into that. Chubb's out for the year. X has a screwed up foot. They can't put him on IR. Uh, they're expecting X back eventually, if there are games to have him back for. Uh, Chubb is gone. Ch- Chubb will be back. I, f- I don't want to speculate, but let's say week four, 2024 season, something like that, kind of like what, what happened with Brandon Jones, something like that. Uh, uh, next one. The season isn't over yet, and the Dolphins can still make a run. But what's holding us back, other than injuries, from making that deep playoff run? Uh, they can't turn the ball over. As simple as that. And they got to get turnovers. Um, they're losing all of their margin forever that their their talent afforded them. So they're becoming one of many teams that need to do this, and that's not a bad thing because you know who's in that in that boat? The Chiefs are in that boat. Okay, so the Bills are in that boat. All right, so they're one of many teams that need some turnover luck and need to take care of the football. Um, all right, what's the story on Tua's shoulder? Um, no, there's there's no story on Tua's shoulder. Uh, he says he's fine, and if he says he's fine, he's playing, and he's better be fine. There is no excuses. It's attached to his body, says Scuba, which is true. All right, what are your, what is your takeaways that McDaniel and staff have to improve on going into next season? Wow, we're talking about next season already. We've seen the improvement of communication issues lower substantially compared to last year. That is true. But still lingers slightly on the road. What's next for them to tackle? Uh, teaching. The schemes. Uh, remember when people said that Vic Fangio's scheme takes two years to take a hold? I guess they weren't lying. <laughs> All right, Um I wrote earlier that my dog Vinny had to go take a dump. And somebody said, should we say that he had to take a cover six man under? Well, yes. Uh, Miami, every time they call cover six man under Lamar Jackson, lit them on fire. So yeah, we make it a run at Dalvin cook or what? Uh, I don't know that Raheem Mostert injury, uh, makes it interesting. Doesn't it? So I would say, yes, I would say that they'll kick the tires as in give a call and say, Hey man, the minimum. You want to end or not? Simple as that. Can we assume the pass catching package is full goal for H? And you've been seeing it. <laughs> you've been seeing it. Uh, all that's left is those wheel routes and the go routes that you've already seen. So you've essentially seen everything I told you about that they were practicing in in the preseason. If you were game planning for the Bills, what would you take away on defense? What would you take attack on offense? Attack on offense. Rasul Douglas, deep. Make that guy run. Okay. Uh, Takeaway on defense, like I said, Ramsey, I wouldn't necessarily have him travel, but he would be guarding Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs all day. I would not allow them to move me off of Ramsey on one of those guys by formation. Never. He, one of those guys are in the slot. Both of them are in the slot. I want Ramsey in the slot with one of them. Okay. Um,. I'll take a couple more because there's just so many. There's 43 questions in here. People are really interested. Maybe we do another one of these tomorrow. Uh, here's another question. Is Miami going to run the damn ball to help the defense and keep Allen off the field? That is the plan, and that's the only chance to win. They have to play a little bit more complimentary. If you were, and I'll take, this is going to be the last question because we are already at 40 minutes. Uh, if you were McDermott and you had to play in Miami on back-to-back weekends, would you just stay in there the whole week? Yes uh, why not? Right. (laughs) Why not? You know, take a couple days off, refresh, and then get back into it, uh, on a Wednesday. Okay. Um, somebody asks, uh, HN in the passing game this week. Well, he's been in the passing game every single week. Uh, Allen's neck equals concussion question mark. No, I don't think so. I think it was a stinger is what he had. Um, there's a report saying that half the stadium on Sunday will be Bill's fan. That's a lie. There's no way to actually prove this, right? Yeah, there's one way to prove this. Uh, the stadium is 83% season tickets or more. Actually, it's 88% season tickets. Uh, those people are usually Dolphin fans. Half the stadium Bill's fans is a bunch of nonsense. That's some asshole on, on Twitter that, you know, likes to spread shit like that. You know, that's a bunch of nonsense. All right. Uh, I guess we're going to call it right here. If you want to participate in one of these, you could come on to our Discord, which is on uh, discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans, and you become a member there for $3 a month. It seems like there's a lot of interest, so we might do another one of these this week. So I guess I'll talk to you maybe tomorrow. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans here in a live.